Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today by Ronald Riggs and Jordan Dove, the Shop Boys. How y'all doing today? I'm feeling great. Great. I like that nickname. Yeah, the Shop. We're going to be talking Shop. <laughs> That's right. Uh, today we will be talking about LSU baseball. We were planning to do that last week, but, you know, weather got in the way. And it might be good that we are talking about it now instead of last week because we have a little bit of a sample size to look at mm-hmm. and, get, and get our opinions from. We'll start right here, though. What were your initial reactions to LSU baseball so far? They've got two and one, one and one against Air Force, and beating Louisiana Tech. What are some of your initial reactions? Start with Ronald. So I got to see these game. Well, two of these games in person. Uh, for the first game, I pretty much expected to see what I saw. Um, bats got hot, mostly because of you know Air Force pitching that day. They weren't really that good, but you know they were able to come on with the win. Now. Third, I wasn't at the second game, but the third game against LA Tech, that that was probably one of the best baseball games I probably watched. Jordan, initial reactions? Um, you're two and one, which is great. Um, a few, uh, you know, inconsistencies, a lot of things to work on. Um, but in terms of like you know opening weekend, I think a lot of improving to do. We see, we you know, we saw like Ronald said, the bats get hot, but it seemed like you know. Minus the first game, in games two and three, you know, always playing behind, you know, trying to catch up and everything. Um, at the same time, though, you didn't have a lot of experience out there. You had ten freshmen that played this weekend, mm-hmm. and I think as the season goes along, those guys will get more comfortable. But um, there's some good freshmen in this crop. Too. Absolutely, absolutely, one of the one of the most talented classes we've seen. But um, I, I can't argue with two and one. Um, I, I'd like to see some improvement though as the season goes along. Some of my initial takeaways are that, you know, you won in different ways. Both your wins were very different. I'd say, you know, the first game, your pitching was was pretty good, pretty great, actually. I'd say uh, your batting, I mean, you got hits, but you left too many guys on. In the, in the La Tech game, I mean, the bats, they woke up in the sixth inning, and uh, you won that game because of how well you were hitting. Your pitching was not doing great uh, until Coleman came in much later, but... Uh, Labus, right? Yeah, he was the one pitching, yeah. So it, it was good to see that they can win in multiple ways. Of the three, what's, y'all, what's y'all's favorite game been so far? Easily the third one. I'd go La Tech, too. Yeah, I'd say, even though I was at Air Force uh, on Saturday in person, um, favorite game was definitely Louisiana Tech. It was a good come-from-behind win. Baseball games are more fun when you score a lot of points or a lot of runs, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, 16, 16 runs on the board is is pretty exciting, yeah. especially when it starts off with that grand slam, and then it just all follows from there. Fourteen zero run. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that pitching and batting I was talking about right now, actually. So, what are your thoughts on the pitching so far, uh, Ronald? So Saturday, Jaden Hill was the um, Saturday starter, and I thought he did decent for the most part. I wasn't really expecting him to do that much, but he he did decent. He only gave up what one run? Yeah, zero. One, no, he gave up one run. One run and uh, yet yeah, no. I don't actually, think he right. Up. It was zero. I think he didn't give up yeah. a single so, run. So he, he did good. He did good. Second game is really where like you know I start to get kind of concerned. Third game, I was really really impressed though with uh, Javen Coleman coming in with a crucial juncture. Freshman where, too, right? Yeah. yeah, you're down four runs. Um, LA Tech has all the momentum and you just like put all of them down in order like that to help, you know, turn the tide of the game. 
I think he had seven strikeouts and yep. only allowed one hit and one run. I mean, you know, for an 18, 19-year-old kid, that's pretty darn impressive. A.J. Labas actually had eight strikeouts, too. Yeah, no, we, we still get a lot of strikeouts. I've noticed yeah. that, but we also allow a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan's thoughts on the pitching so far? Yeah, if I'm breaking this down, you know, day by day, you know, Jaden Hill came out and, and played really well. Um, I don't recall if he got in trouble late because I, I don't know why he only pitched four innings. I thought he could have played longer. At least I think going into the game, they had decided he wasn't going to okay. play very long. Okay, because I, I, I remember being there. I was like, he can pitch at least like one or two innings more. But He you only know, had like, what, 50 pitches? Yeah, yeah he, he pitched four innings. Um, but, you know, regardless, for the mm-hmm. time he played, um, pitched really well. Um, had five strikeouts, including three in that first inning uh, to get the season started off. Um, allowed allowed just three hits and didn't allow a single run. Um, Landon Marceau day two, a little bit shaky. He uh, he pitched five innings, um, had four strikeouts, but you know allowed a couple hits, a, a couple runs to get Air Force started. So, so disappointed on that. Day three was, you know, kind of a, a mixture of both. You know, AJ Labus came out. He pitched three and one thirds innings, and you know didn't look too good. You guys mm-hmm. said it, eight yeah. strikeouts, but also eleven hits. And uh, and five runs, and you know that just wasn't good. Double now, digits the, hit, yeah. Double digit hits never acceptable. Exactly. It doesn't matter how many Ks you throw. Exactly. But the positive came when uh, Javen Coleman came in. You yeah. know, one of the many talented freshmen on this team gave you three and two thirds in almost four innings, and um, you know only allowed a hit, seven strikeouts. He looked very impressive, and I think was the key defensively in that comeback. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Javen Coleman was the spark. Uh, defensively, that really changed how the Tigers uh, played that game. And, I mean, I'm just so impressed with the young man. Uh, to come in like that and, and pitch that well, oof, that was beautiful. I want to go back to Jaden Hill real quick, though, because I, kind of I kind of agree with Ronald. Uh, he was a little bit shaky at points, but, man, the control and speed he has on the ball is just so impressive. Yeah. Um, give me get, elaborate a little bit more about Jaden Hill and what you think about him. So yeah, um, Jaden also um, pinch hits, right? Uh, yes, he does. I believe so. Yeah, and coming into the season, um, Paul said that he really wanted to see Jaden as a, a weekend starter, and which is why he put him out there. And it's something about that ninety-five uh, fastball, man. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. He's got an arm, and he just has... I, I love the control he has on the ball. That's the most impressive thing. When he's mm-hmm. throwing that heat, he can really put it on a dime where yeah. exactly where he wants it. It's beautiful. But like at the same time, he does have some boneheaded pitches that are yeah. just awful. Nathan, uh, you and I were talking on Sunday on Out of Bounds about how we think that he can be a, a 97-plus guy. A you know, by the, he like can consistently. consistently get there, absolutely. Yeah. And I'll tell you, on Saturday, watching about, you know, because I always love looking over at the board to see how fast these guys are throwing. Mm-hmm. And he got as high as 98. You know, he. I mean, he's a guy that can definitely throw it, and I can think, and I think that, um, you know, can can really, really improve as the season goes along. But I mean, even right now, he he looks he looks phenomenal. I think. Yeah, I think he could develop into one of the great pitchers that LSU's ever had. Mm-hmm. They've had plenty, so like they, they, he could definitely etch his name on that list if he continues because he has such talent. Um, yeah, let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's talk about the batting a little bit. What can you say about the batting so far, Ronald? So. I've said this before, before the season started, that this 2021 LSU baseball team reminds me so much of this 2017 LSU baseball team. And I say that because 
that 2017 team had guys like Dykeman, Kramer Robinson, Cole Freeman. And, like, the three guys for LSU to remind me of them are Dylan Cruz, Gavin Dugas, and Trey Morgan. Like, they just remind me of, like, mm-hmm. how you can just count on those guys, get to the plate, and get you a hit. Yeah, Gavin, du- uh, Gavin Dugas is a guy that I think is going to play a very key role uh, offensively for the Tigers. Jordan, thoughts on the batting so far? Yeah, uh, very, very impressive. Um, still a lot of, uh, you know, improvement to do, but, man, when you when you have, like, freshmen like Dylan Cruz come out, he didn't strike out one time. Oh, we're going to talk about him in a bit. Yeah, not not one time, and I'll, and I'll save more of him for later, but when you have, like, a freshman like him that come out and play really well... Um, Man, even even uh, our shortstop Zach Arnold mm-hmm. uh, batted pretty pretty well. He was four for ten, had four RBIs. Um, I, I still I still see a lot of you know improvement though. You know, like Milazzo didn't uh, bat too well. Uh, Kate Dowdy, you know, went one for twelve this weekend. But once again, you you have to remind yourself it's opening weekend, mm-hmm. and there's still plenty of games to go um, where uh, guys can start to get hot. Hopefully, you know, at points last year they couldn't buy a run, so yeah. it was good to see them score consistently in all three games and yeah air force and louisiana tech aren't exactly known for their great pitchers but you know you got to take your opportunities there and and get those hits and like like we said with the first air force game they were getting hits constantly but they were just not driving in the runs um i I can't remember exactly how many hits they had in that game but it felt like they should have had 10 11 12 runs in that game Mm -hmm. um and frankly you win games offensively in baseball so, I know defense is important, obviously. We, you know, we saw some issues last year with that. But uh, offensively, I'm very pleased so far with what I've seen, and I hope they can continue it into the deeper, more difficult parts of their schedule. Um, so, let's talk about their defense specifically, uh, their fielding. There were some concerns this weekend, and there were some errors made. What were your thoughts uh, on the fielding and the defensive effort of the Tigers so far? So the first game, it was pretty good. They actually looked good. Second game, that's when, you know, a lot of concern was met. The third game, before um, Javen Coleman got into pitch, that's when I really started to get concerned because it's like Louisiana Tech, it's like every hit they had went to the left side and just kept attacking the left side and it kept getting through. Yeah, the the left side worries me (laughs) quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll talk about (laughs) Will Helmers and Jordan Thompson in a bit. Um, but they, so far, and like Zach Arnold as well, who's, I think, has been okay. Yeah. He hasn't really had a chance to mess up, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some clear concerns there. Jordan, thoughts on the fielding? Yeah, you know, I was actually going to bring that up. Even even preseason, Coach Maneri was very, very, um, you know, open about his concerns about specifically the left side of the field. You know, I, I didn't really understand until... You know, we actually saw them play, mm. and um, you know, Will Helmer's at third base. I think he had something like four or five four errors. errors in two yeah, games, and he got in replaced. two games, correct. Yeah. And he gets you know obviously replaced by uh, Jordan Thompson, um, who did pretty well fielding against uh, Louisiana Tech again. Like Zach Arnold, he didn't have many chances to mess up. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you have Zach like Arnold. Yeah, so you have guys like Zach Arnold, who I think are who I think is very very talented, can hit the ball well in terms of fielding. Um, haven't really seen much action out of him yet, but. You know, I'm I'm very confident that he can be a, a good shortstop and make the plays. But yeah, now I'm now I'm. It's funny you bring that because I was thinking about that. Now I'm starting to see why Coach Maneri was a little concerned about you know third base shortstop and mm-hmm. you know how defense will work out there. 
And look, in baseball, even with the left-handed revolution and lefties are more important than ever, still more batters are right-handed than they are left-handed. So that ball more likely is going to go towards the shortstop, third baseman, left field. And you have to be stout there. You have to have a great shortstop to really go far. Um, third base, I do say less important, but as we as we saw this weekend, if you have a bad short uh, third baseman, it can be exposed pretty quickly. Um I do wonder what kind of changes they made there. Are they, are they going to make there? I wonder if they keep Jordan Thompson at third mm-hmm. base. I think Zach Arnold hasn't done anything to really get him, you know, taken from that spot. So it'll be real interesting to see what Maneri does. And you, as you said, Jordan, he was really open about it too, which is it's kind of weird for a coach to to openly complain about you know a big weakness of theirs before the season even starts. Mm-hmm. So I think that really told you just how big of a weakness he saw it was. Yeah. Um, Will Helmers is also out uh, three weeks with a strained hamstring. Mm-hmm. Is he really? Yes. So d- was he replaced or was he just injury? Oh, no, no, no. It's not Will Helmers. My bad. Uh, okay. It's Giovanni DiGiacomo. Oh, is he really? Yes. That's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's that's news to me. That's pretty bad. I didn't see that. When was that? When did that break? Uh, I saw it earlier today. Oh, okay. That's that's a that's a hit. That's a blow to the top. You need a good yeah. center fielder in baseball. Yeah. You need a good center fielder. It'll be interesting to see <laughs> what they do there at that point. Um, any other place on the, uh, defensive side you want to highlight, uh, like the outfielders, maybe Trey Morgan, uh, we'll go there. Thoughts on Trey Morgan this weekend. Uh, he's easily, in my opinion, the fastest and most athletic guy on the team. Yeah, no, I I saw the hype of him going into the season. I'm like, I don't know if I buy it, but this weekend he looked fantastic. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he he was great. That, that catch over the dugout. (laughs) That was insane. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to catch that. Jordan? Yeah, uh, nothing nothing more really to add, but, you know, he's just an, another guy, part of that, that freshman class, you know, that's coming in, and he started all three games this weekend, and and he, he looks like he's been there before. Like, he, he looks like he's played college ba- uh, baseball before, so. Yeah, he does not look like a freshman. No, I would say that about three guys so far that just don't look like freshmen, mm-hmm. and, and he's one of them. Um, thought of, thoughts of him at uh, at bat? Any thoughts on him so far with his hitting? Um, it's pretty. It's been pretty much what I expected. He hasn't, you know, hit like knocked it out of the park yet. But he's uh, he, he's getting moving. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on uh, his batting? He he can uh, he can hit the ball when it counts. He's had three. He had three RBIs this weekend. Um, you know, only struck out twice, which I think is is good. You know, when you're playing your first couple games. But um, yeah, can can improve. Um, he was three for eleven. You know, you can do a little bit better, but I think that improvement will come as the season goes along. Yeah, he has great eyes. Like he, he Very takes much a lot. So. He takes yeah. a lot of walks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, well, let's talk about another guy who took a good amount of walks this week. That's Dylan Cruz. Uh, Jordan mentioned him earlier. He went seven for twelve this weekend. Three RBIs, four walks. He hit two home runs, and the most important stat didn't strike out. He's making contact with all uh, every at bat. That's huge in baseball. What can you say about you know this young player who I I didn't expect this good of a weekend from him? Yeah. Thoughts on him, Ron? Oh yeah, man. Like like you said, I did not expect this from him at all. Like it's like every time he steps to the plate, he's getting on base or like sending it out there. Jordan, yeah, I mean he's he's exactly like Trey Morgan. Like what I was saying about him doesn't look like a freshman. Um, looks complete, like fundamentally sound, you know, you said it earlier, four walks, <clears throat> excuse me, four walks, you know, seven hits, 
um, has not struck out one time. Um, he can, I think, he can really be the the star of this team as the as the uh, season goes along, and um, I'll I'll be really really excited to see him in SEC play. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do against much better competition because, mm-hmm. you know, as as bad as the pitching is probably for LaTeX and Air Force, you don't you don't not strike out out of luck or anything like that's clearly he's he's a pretty talented kid and I think he's going to be really crucial for this offense going forward um he's he's got deceptive power I didn't expect him to be as as strong of a hitter as he was Mm -hmm. you know exactly what I mean Mm -hmm. um yeah no I, I I've been really excited about him probably the most excited of any freshman um any other players you want to really highlight we'll start with you Ronald is there anyone else you'd um probably have to be Gavin Duga who mm-hmm. he didn't his Friday Saturday and Sunday he did not really have good games but Monday where it counted oh yeah bases loaded knocked out of the park grand slam completely changed the momentum of the game I mean a grand slam especially when it matters is probably one of the most fun plays in all the sports right first LSU grand slam in 2 years yeah and it came at the right time exactly right <laughs> when we needed it it was down 6-2 right yeah mm-hmm. and i was like this game's over. I'm not paying attention. I opened my uh, Twitter again right when uh, he hit the Grand Slam. So I was like, okay, well, now we're back into this. Now i got to turn this back on. Uh, Jordan, thoughts on Dugas and uh, anybody else you want to add? Yeah, Dugas was great. Um, you know, I think he, look at my notes here. I don't have it in front of me. But um, he really, you know, he, oh, here we go. He had six RBIs this weekend. Um, so, you know, once again, you know, he can hit it when it when it counts and um, help lead that comeback, obviously. So, you know, I think he's great. Um, I do want to kind of uh, bring, I think we talked a little bit about him, uh, Jordan Thompson. I'll just say this about him. I'll be I'll be interested to see him in, you know, the next couple of games to see mm-hmm. if he starts at third base, you know, um, playing that position, obviously. And he's another guy who has, who has proven he can hit, you know, when it counts, he immediately after that grand slam, he hit that, that single home run to give them the lead, the 7-6 to six lead, so he's another guy that can hit it when it counts, and um, I'll, I'll be having my eye on him. Yeah, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Jordan Thompson pretty closely, uh, because I am very nervous about that left side of the field, as yeah. we mentioned before, and I am praying he is the answer. Got to fix that third base position. <sighs> yeah, because... Uh, it's going to end pretty badly for LSU if they do not figure out mm-hmm. what to do about that position. And I forgot about DiGiacomo, too. Yeah, the, the center field, very, very important in baseball. Got to have a good center fielder. So, How, lo- how, how long did you say he was out, Ronald? Uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. To, to relate it to a different sport, he kind of reminds me of like a Darius Days injury where like, ooh. Yeah. Like he's not your star or anything, but man, does he hurt to yeah. lose. <sighs> get well soon, please. <laughs> please get back so we can... When we, Start playing much better competition that he's back. Hopefully Three back weeks? in time for SEC play. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's not fun. Um, we'll talk about another thing real quick. Uh, Notre Dame was canceled this weekend, and I know you were really looking forward to that, Jordan. We talked a little bit about that on the Sunday show, um, but talk a little bit how much of a disappointment it was to not beat the heck out of Notre Dame. It, it was one of those games where, you know, you were excited to play a, a good, I don't know too much about Notre Dame baseball, but, you know, a, a good uh, out-of-conference, out-of-region opponent, right? And um, you, you want those games early to give you confidence, before, especially before you go into uh, conference play. So I was really looking forward to that back-to-back of Air Force and then Notre Dame to really 
see, you know, how good we really are here early. So to have that cancel was was a bummer. Also, I know it's been over 10 years, but, you know, you you, you love seeing, you know, Coach Maneri manage against his old team. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I don't like Notre Dame, probably one of my least favorite universities. So, like, I was super excited to watch LSU win, and then I was so sad. Like, you, you were the one who told me. I think you called me, and you were like, yeah, it got canceled. Or you might have texted me, and mm-hmm. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, mm. Were you looking forward to that, Notre Dame? I know you weren't covering it. You covered the uh, Air Force game, but. Are you looking forward to that game? Yeah, I actually was because I think it was 2019 or 18. We played Notre Dame for the mm-hmm. opening series, and they actually won that series mm-hmm. from us. And did. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of looking to get a little bit of revenge. Yeah, I, di- I didn't think Notre Dame was going to be very good this year, so I was expecting a pretty good win, one that looks a lot better than it actually is because I don't think Notre Dame is going to be very good. Um, so y'all both went to games this weekend. I will be going to one this upcoming weekend. Um, we talked again. We talked a little bit the, on the Sunday show, but uh, what was the atmosphere like with the reduced crowds, Ronald? So I tweeted this, and after that home run, oh no, that grand slam by um, Gavin Dugas, it was really like it was a full stadium in there, even though it was only like two thousand six hundred people. Mm-hmm. Like the atmosphere was really, really good. It, it helps when you have the uh, probably best fans in college baseball. Yep, uh, Jordan. You talked about it a little bit already, but uh, with yeah. the, the Sunday show about uh, talk about the atmosphere a little bit. Yeah, so in terms of the of the student section, like me personally, I didn't really notice a big difference in, um, you know, what you want, what do you want to call it? Pre uh, COVID, post COVID, you know, it looked like everyone was, you know, it was pretty filled out there. Wouldn't you agree, Ronald? Because you yeah. looked out there and it looked like there were no like empty seats or anything. So, yeah. Um, with that being said, you know. We were electric out there, you know, the the student section and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you know, giving hate to the opposing right fielder and everything, that's always fun. That's the best part. That's, yeah. that's keeping it lightly. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's always pretty fun. bad stuff. That is always so much fun I think so some of those kids do hear. research beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> they the, come out there with, like, a fact sheet. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like, see, uh, and everyone follows them on Instagram and all this. That is always one of my favorite parts about going to LSU, is hearing what people say. Yeah. Now, in terms of, you know, non-students you know the the fans um you know as many of them you know they had as many of people as they could and they were i think everyone was just really excited to have lsu baseball back after you know a year of of not having it so no it was it was very electric out there yeah and you know this goes with basically any lsu sporting event how the student section goes that's how the crowd's gonna go they they kind of control the atmosphere, so it was good. To, it's good to hear that the student section was pumped because that really helps the atmosphere. That gets the older, you know, alumni to get up and and scream because they, you know, the uh, the young vitality of the of the student section just completely overpowers uh, everyone in that in that in that stadium, and they're extremely loud on when they when it's filled. So I'm glad to hear that they are. Mostly filled, although social distancing, that's a little worrying. We are the heart and soul out there. Yeah, we have to be. <laughs> they can hear us out there in right field. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you were in the student section. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got was, a sunburn. <laughs> got a sunburn? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was hot. Sun was <laughs> Sunscreen, out. come on. I oh, know, I didn't think about it. Um, so I want to talk to Ron a little bit about this because he was... Uh, you know, with the new re- regulations, we're not allowed in the press box. How fun was that, not being in the press box to cover a game? Your first game, too. Uh, I mean, I did a few scrimmages, so I kind of, like, knew what to expect 
of it being a little bit chilly and cold, but man, like after the game, like I wanted to do some interviews, so I had to email the you know the guy who sets up like the game credentials and stuff. I said, "Could I please go in the press box and do an interview?" He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm fine with that." So I went up in there. It was so nice and warm. And mm-hmm. It's and I think they only have three up there a game, so because yeah. the press box, to be fair, is pretty small in Alex box. Yeah, the only they only have the uh, Reveille, the Advocate, and I think Sports Illustrated. Uh, I I don't know about you, but I think KLSU is a little more important than Sports Illustrated. Not okay. that we're biased or anything. Listen, <laughs> they're a magazine. We're a radio station. Which medium is dying faster? Okay. Sports Illustrated also has a curse associated with it. Oh wait, really? <laughs> yeah, Sports oh, yeah. Illustrated curse. I never heard the, the cover. Yeah, yeah, the really? cover curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the Madden cover. Yeah, yeah. but worse. Yeah, oh, no. it's been around longer. It's <laughs> yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah, this is the Cowboy Super Bowl. All right, so with the um, with LSU baseball, we are champions. Our expectations is national championships, right? Yes. Every so year, it better be. <laughs> I know you're a young one, Ronald, but uh, I mean, what you've. Yeah, you haven't seen too many great years. I mean, because we've always been on the cusp, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I started watching 2013, so I remember... You've seen a couple. I remember we lost Stony Brook. 2017 was a great year. 17 was a great year. Yeah, I remember we lost Stony Brook. My favorite one is when we beat ULL with a walk-off home run. I think that was Chris Chinea in the Super Regional. I'm glad you called them by the correct name, too. They are not the University of Louisiana. Oh uh, yeah, I'm they f- are the University of Louisiana. Twenty minutes from there, despise the school. <laughs> Got to get that W Wednesday. Exactly. <laughs> Have so, to win Wednesday. So, what are their ultimate expectations for this team? What do you feel, Ronald? Honestly, College World Series a bust. I, you know what, I agree. That's that's my expectations every year. You know, yeah. For this team, we are one of the greatest programs in college baseball, and we need to. We need to live up to that. We haven't very much in the Maneri era, and I've never been one to really say, you know, you know, I'm a big fire Bo Pelini guy. I'm not a big <laughs> fire Maneri guy. Um, but there are those people out there. So, I mean, do you do you think possibly Maneri's coaching for his job this year? No. I don't think so either. And I think that because, and obviously this is like two completely different situations, but if – UL's head coach, Tony Robichaud, God rest his soul, can get, you know, 20 years over there, and, you know, he only got a World Series appearance, one World Series yep. appearance. I think Monero will be fine living off that 9 run for at least another five years. Yeah. They've been saying that for the past three years, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maneri's, been fighting, Maneri's been fighting for his job, like, every year. Yeah, but I don't I don't think the threats are ever very real. Yeah. Jordan, uh, expectations for this year and talk a little bit about Maneri's job safety. Listen, if if they don't go to the World Series this year, you have to think they go in the next 1 2 years with this class. Yeah, yeah I that's how so. I view it. You know, a lot of guys go to the pros, but hey, like if they if if you have a you had 10 freshmen play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Very talent, all very talented, you know, four of them came in for relief, so what? They're all very talented. And, um, you know, I believe that at least in the next one or two years, I think I think they can at least make a World Series appearance. Maneri job safety, like I said, this has been a thing every single year that people talk about. I think he's fine. I'm really not worried. Unless they just, like, have a losing record this year or something, and they, they completely underachieve, which will not happen. But I, I think he's fine. 
Yeah, I relate this team kind of to the football team this year, not that they're going to be bad like the football team was, but that they're playing a lot of freshmen, and as the year goes on, they're going to get better and better. You saw that with LSU football, right? You know, they started off pretty bad, but what, they won their last three. They looked much better. They beat a top three team, top four team in the country at the time. And I think you're going to see a similar progression from LSU. You're going to see those struggles like they had against Air Force, right? And then over time, you're going to see this progression, hopefully around, you know, a good good portion of SEC play they reach that, you know. Um, But I, I do expect them, not only this year, but the next couple years to be real contenders for a title again. Uh, and we can all hope that I, I would love to see a title in my final year at LSU. Mm-hmm. That would be great because I almost saw one in my first year, and uh, it would be nice to bookend my my college career with a world college World Series victory. If there's anything you can say about this team is that the future is very bright. Yes, absolutely. Um, any final thoughts about this team? Any anything y'all want to add? I'm excited. Excited to see the rest of the year. Yeah, we got we got to win all the in-state games this year. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I'm, we're not losing to ULL tomorrow. Gavin, Gavin Dugas said it best. Um, it's always great to play the in-state schools because they consider that their World Series. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> well, hey, it's true. But it's, it's exactly true. I mean, because like, uh, 2017 LSU got swept by Tulane, and the Tulane players like they gave LSU a hard time, and that LSU team went to the World Series, but it's like, hey, we beat you this year. Didn't UNO beat us a couple years ago? Uh, probably so. Like we had did. that stretch where like we just lose to all these like in-state schools. Yeah, and you, then, like, you get random losses to like Southeast North State, and Missouri. then we lost to Lamar. <laughs> what? Then we lost to Lamar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get those. Actually, you know, there's one one more question I want to ask, and we brought this up on the Sunday show. Do midweek games matters? Ronald. Yes, definitely. Yes. They definitely matter to the players. You already know my answer. I yes, said yes. Exactly. I mean, every game matters, yes. right? Especially when it comes down to stretch. You don't want to be fighting in the standings, you know, trying to get a spot and everything. Every it, game matters. And not only that, but, momentum's a real thing in sports. If you're, you know, going 500 in your midweek games, going into the to the weekend, you're not going to have that momentum Say you swept every team you played in the, in the midweek, you know? Um, do y'all believe in a momentum? I know that some people don't. Yeah, and, like, people say that, oh, man, it's just a midweek game. They'll shake it off. And, like, that's not really true. Like, it's still a loss. Like, yeah, yeah it's like an inferior opponent, but a loss is a loss. And, like, you're going to think about it. Yeah, like, it's play. like these people never played sports. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't care who I lost to. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I would be more offended if I lost to a team that I knew I was better than. Yeah, especially like, when I played state. tennis, I'd lose a player that I'd beaten every time. I, I'd be like, well, that was that was worse than losing 6-0, 6-0 to a guy who beats me every time. Drew Brees and Andy Roddick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Yeah, no. That, clearly, Drew Brees went down the wrong sports path. He could have been a the the last American uh, number one in the world. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll end it there. Uh, we will. Good news. We're covering every game this weekend. I think you um, you're covering Friday. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, the the early Saturday game. I'm the late Saturday game. Um, so it'll be a fun weekend. I'm glad to get in the booth for the first time since March of last year. Um, well, for Ronald Riggs, for Jordan Dove, for Nathan Long, this has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers!